Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Wyndham Hotels and Resorts makes travel possible for all. Whether it's the long haulers looking for a great cup of coffee, a roomier rest for the on-a-wim road trippers, or a place to make summer memories with the whole family. No matter who you are, where you're going, or why, with 24 trusted brands to choose from like La Quinta, Days Inn, and Super 8, your Wyndham is waiting. Get the lowest price at WyndhamHotels.com. Restrictions apply. Visit website for more details. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Michael James Ross. Yes? You're under arrest for conspiracy to commit fraud. Suits Season 5, Episode 10 is over. And if you're ready to hear us talk about faith and suits yourself, I'm Rob Sestradino, back here with the guy who is not going to resign from the podcast. It's Chappelle. Oh, my God. Rob, oh it happened. Oh, my God. It happened. It, it finally they happened. Got him. With the, it, 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 they it, got him. I can't him. believe it. What are we gonna complain about? They got him. What? Yeah, I, I I was really I was prepared to come on here with my normal, you know, like I haven't taken notes in months, so my notes just <laughs> say Mike Ross should quit. Yeah, and then he he got ready to quit, and I was like, wait, you know, what do we I say? should have seen this coming because there's nothing more suits than when you are about to confess to somebody that you did the thing that then you get blown up for the thing that you were going to confess to. And then you're like, I was just about to tell everybody. They're like, no, nah, we didn't likely story. Right. But why is Mike Ross getting arrested here? We don't say- know. Yeah, we don't really know because they say, Michael Ross, uh, you're under you're arrest, arrest for conspiracy, co- conspiracy to commit fraud. And I'm like, conspiracy? Mm-hmm. Babe, y'all must be three, four steps behind because this man been frauding his whole life. Uh, yeah. What is the conspiracy? What, what are you talking about? Is there something we missed? Yeah, I don't know. Uh, so Jessica Frey has the feedback. Suitspodcast.com slash feedback. Rob, make your prediction now. How did Mike Ross come to be arrested? Out of all the people who knew, did someone snitch? Alternatively, did someone else figure it out? Or was it multiple people, I guess? Uh, so if I have to prognosticate here before we, and luckily in, in real life, could you imagine having to wait like four months to figure out what's going on? Uh, we are going to find out tomorrow. So I'm going to say that I think it was either it has something from the last episode, either Claire or freaking Trevor. You don't think it was the priest, do you? The, the priest, priest is like, you son of a gun. You took $936 <laughs> from me. Well, here's payback. Okay. Right. We were you I, that you thought we had uh attorney priest confidentiality. No, we weren't in the booth. You fell for the oldest trick in the book. When, when no. we're out here, everything is like, I'm wearing a wire. The priest is contracted by Pierce Inspector Lit. And so because of mm-hmm. that, yeah. he signed away yeah. his rights. And now they can put the priest on the stand. We just got was- a very generous donation from one Daniel <laughs> Hardman. <laughs> Daniel Hardman's now fucking. He knew the you'd be yeah. in here. And so I'm obligated to tell him everything. Right. It's not the priest. Yeah. But Trevor might be a good shout. Claire might be a good shout as well. But honestly, I just, I don't think it's Claire. I I think it's either Trevor or something else. I feel like there's a third party. Could you imagine Trevor after everything he's done to Mike Ross then did this? I I don't, I don't think so. I don't know if, I don't know if it's uh, 
but I, I do wonder, I do wonder maybe if like something with the Claire case and then the background check got flagged and then where that everybody was going to have a background check because of the defense contractor and because Mike Ross got his name like abruptly taken off, like in somebody with somebody in one of these background checks, like, is there anything unusual about this uh, case? Like, well, the, the name partner on the, like uh, the junior partner that was on this case did a abruptly take his name off at the last second and somebody at the government is like, oh, okay, interesting. Yeah. All right, let's do a background check on Mike Ross. Yeah, seven documents with his name came off of him. You know, it's like, that's not odd at all. Um, I, I, I'm I, sorry. I just, it's the word that they say conspiracy that's really stuck with me because I'm thinking, no, Mike Ross has committed a lot of fraud. Like, that's his, that's kind of his thing. That's his kink. Mm-hmm. And so, like, why, why are you only getting him a conspiracy when you should be able to say, no, Mike Ross, we're, we just caught you at your job. Like, we're literally here in a place that you work. You, we know you're fraudulent. You know, there's no conspiracy here. Why isn't this like, Mike Ross, you are being arrested for fraud. And so I'm like, conspiracy sounds like he was about to commit fraud. You know, like something was about to happen. So maybe you're right about that, uh, about his name getting taken off, right? So it's like, he was going to do something fraudulent by being on that case with Claire, but they took his name off. And maybe they think that that's probably like his first act of fraud. I don't, I just don't know why it wouldn't just be fraud and fraud other like fraud like uh, activities. You know, like I don't know. It felt like it felt weird mm-hmm. that, and it also feels weird. This is a mid season finale. You know what I'm saying? Like Mike Ross. Yeah, getting, this feels uh, like a getting, big season finale. It seems weird they're going to come back for six episodes. So this is the 70th episode of Suits. Uh, original air date August 26th. 2015. Uh, the next episode of Suits, uh, we're going to jump ahead to January 27th, 2016. And so uh, it'll be, you know, uh, five months or so in the real time before uh, people would find out what's going on with Mike Ross. And I was not expecting a flashback episode here. We did end the last episode of that Trevor said, yeah, I went to go talk to you know who. And thought, uh, thought you thought granny. you thought it was Granny, and then we opened with mm-hmm. Granny. I was like, "Oh, I guess it, I guess it was Granny." I said, "I knew it." I, I guess knew it was it. Granny. I was like, "Yes." Yeah, I was like celebrating. I was wrong. I was dead ass. No, wrong. no. So it turns out to be Father Walker. Have we ever met him before? No, I don't think so. Okay, I just want to make sure I wasn't tripping. I was like, I don't think I know this guy. I don't think so. Um, so yeah, kind of a bold move to uh, bring in Father Walker. I don't believe that. I didn't didn't even remember hearing that. Mike Ross had like went to Catholic school, but maybe he like yeah. uh, I, I guess stopped going. Maybe, but maybe. did Trevor? Which was Trevor always in Catholic school? Like I mean, the Trevor is so close with Father Walker that he went back. If Mike and and Trevor are supposed to be like the poster children for a Catholic school, I think that. You know, I mean, the, not the best. Trevor had all this stuff going on where he was like uh, selling the weed in briefcases to like corporate clients for years and years and years. And then he went to go see Father Walker and then got his whole life straightened out. Seems like it seems like he finally went to or maybe he met that that woman, you know, his wife. And that's what really got him straightened out because he'd known Father Walker it seemingly for a very long but time. But he said he went uh, to go talk to him or went to go yeah, talk to, to somebody. You know who. Yeah, you went you went to go talk to Choich. Um, but Trevor only really talked about Mike Ross when he went to go visit him. So there is a world where Trevor's been talking to other people. Um mm-hmm. I just don't know, man. I'm really thinking about it now. I'm thinking, what? Yeah. Um yeah, I guess it's I guess it's Trevor. I don't know who else it could be. Um are you, now, are you being coy or you really don't remember? No, I legit do not know. Like, <laughs> okay. right, so this is fine. I legit do not this remember. This is fine. Yeah. yeah I'm, I'm, I thought, I'm telling you, I thought the answer was granny. So everything I say after this is definitely 100% me. It's like completely spitballing. I do not know. Um, yeah. Yeah, so, I have nothing. All right. So this was a flashback episode. I actually thought that the Harvey flashback stuff was better than the Mike Ross uh, flashback stuff. Uh, what did you think about the flashbacks here in this episode? This was the flashiest flashback episode that we've had so far. Mm-hmm. I mean, everybody was in a flashback. Jessica was in a flashback. Yep. Harvey and Mike. And um, I don't know. Like, the Mike stuff, Mike stuff was kind of boring to me. I'm not going to lie. Like, I get it. It's very emotional. You know, he's talking about the loss of his family. Yes. And how, it, how he grew up as an orphan or, you know, like, and not really. Like, I guess we just, like, saw bratty Mike Ross. 
and his like yes, earliest stages. Yes, but I, yeah. I think that they should have gone with a different actor. Uh, with all due respect to Patrick J. Adams, who is you know great on the show. That I don't know, it was giving a little Forrest Gump of uh, Patrick J. Adams playing what fifteen-year-old Mike Ross, something to that effect. Yeah, I, I didn't hate that because. Uh, he he had committed to the hair. You know, that's really what took me to the top because he had the like, the like, oh my God, dad, mom, gosh, I hated your hair, you know? Mm-hmm. And that's him the whole time. Like the the, the um, father, uh, what's his name? Father Walker. Father Walker, um, yeah. Yeah, Father Walker's like, Mike, you know, you need to be fair for your, you need you need to show up to the, to Catholic Church on time. And I was like, God, I, you always make me want to do stuff. Gosh, I hated here. Whoa, my God. Mm-hmm. You know, like, um, and I and I was like, okay, it's very realistic, you know. Like they really, they really um, honed into that. I I I'd say he probably wasn't acting too much. That was a little bit of his himself in there. Um, you know, there are other moments too where he has his like hair over his eyes and like, man, mom and dad are gone. I don't care anymore. I, I don't care about mm-hmm. books. I get straight A's. It's, oh gosh, get out of my face. Yeah. Hey, when I clean my room, you know, it's like, okay. It was a lot of whiny Mike Ross. Yes. And you felt for him in the, you know, the f- first scene was, you know, uh, very emotional finding out yeah. about his parents uh, passing away. Uh, but AJ writes in uh, with the feedback that is simply that wig. That wig. That her. <laughs> that her. I'm telling you. Like, God, because oh, tonight will be the night that I will fall for you. Like, it's like okay, we get it. You're brooding, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even want to be here. I don't even be here. Gosh, gosh, God. I stole the money. It was my money. It's my my parents' money. Gosh, I'm going mm-hmm. to public school. I hated mm-hmm. here. It's like, all right, I'm gonna mm-hmm. be a lawyer. I'll show you. Like, Mike, we get it. We yeah. get it. Yeah, it was good. I, I don't know. I, I'll give him that. I, I really like he 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 was in, he was sitting in a character, and I think he really owned it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Meanwhile, we had the Harvey flashback stuff, and I thought there was like a little bit. I don't know how old Harvey was supposed to be in uh, these flashbacks. He was like twenty two year old Harvey because <laughs> yeah. he's back from college. Well, first we get. I think first we do get baby Harvey again. Like, mom, who's that guy? Like nobody. And then uh, we get twenty two year old Harvey kind of like. Yeah, hey, Mom, well, I think the baby guy? Harvey was a couple episodes ago. That was the oh, first you flashback. Know what, you're right. And then we, we really and, didn't talk about baby Harvey. Yeah. Yeah. And, and then we uh, got this Harvey. It's hard to tell because, okay, so Jessica was married to Quentin. And uh-huh. so I don't know, I feel like that this is the furthest we flashed back for Harvey. Like, I don't even know if he's at the DA's office yet. So no, he's he just finished college, you know, so he's like, uh, I'm living on my own, um, but he's back for a yeah. little bit during like, you know, like uh, law school, probably. Mm-hmm. So how old is Harvey in the present day? God, you know, they ask this question every on every other episode of Suits. They're like, so what are you, 60, 65? Mm-hmm. Even Gretchen was like, boy, I, you could be 100. You could be 2 billion. I don't know. Is, uh, is Harvey know, 40? Probably, right? I would think so. Probably. I mean, he gives 40. Does mm-hmm. Mike Ross give 30? Yes. Yes. If Mike Ross is 30, then Harvey is 40. Okay. I would like to say that they're probably about so 10 years. Harvey apart. is 40. So is this like, are we flashing back like 50? And so and usually in the flashback episodes, the flashbacks are to the same period in time. Like I, I don't think this was supposed to be like the same era that we were flashing back to, right? This felt like 25-year-old Harvey, 15-year-old Mike Ross, you know? And because uh, cause remember, Harvey does even mention Scotty in this episode. He's yes. like, yeah, there's dad, there's this girl. And we know Scotty and him met in law school. So he's not 20 years old in law school. He's probably So we flash back best, about like 15 years. Yeah. 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 Harvey's about 40. Mm-hmm. Dang, is Harvey 40? Wow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. About 40. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> So I, I guess it is possible that we're flashing back around to the same period for the most yeah. of it. Yeah, I think so. I think so. Cause Harvey's like, Jessica, can I live with you? My mom and dad are fighting. She's like, uh, good looking at him. Like you're a grown ass man. You got your own place. Like live your life. But also she's still, he's still young enough to where she would still want to take him under her wing. So it made sense. Any older than this. And it really doesn't yeah. make sense for, for him to go run into Jessica to, to live with her. So, Harvey ends up walking in on his mom again. Hey, mom, have you ever heard of a hotel room? 
Bro, Rob, it's cousin Bobby. It's cousin Bobby. He's okay. He can stay here. It's like, uh, no, I don't think he can stay here. This is not cousin Bobby. If mm-hmm. anybody ever tells you you have a cousin Bobby, it's I assure you, mm-hmm. it's not your cousin Bobby. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So then, was it, was it the same guy in both the flashbacks? Was it always Bobby? I, I don't think it was always Bobby. I think it was a different it was guy. Yeah. Bobby. Anyway, yeah, yeah. so mom, I thought she a, was a groupie. Well, it sounds like Bobby is a mechanic. I, I think she was, you can be all those things. I guess no one, so. You don't only have to be a groupie. You know, uh, dad was on the way out. You know, like band was about, uh, the band life was about to end for him. Yeah. So, you know, I think she maybe jumped I thought she likes musicians. You can like more than one thing, Rob. I guess so. She don't only like musicians. Mom, look, mom is the spice of life. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. She She's out here testing, you know, that's where waters, Harvey gets it from. Yeah. 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 I mean, he's really hard on his mom, but there's a lot of his mom's uh, DNA in him, literally. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Bobby, uh, he walks in. He's like, that's it. I'm telling dad. She's like, no, you can't. Don't do it. Uh, so then, uh, okay, fine. I'm not going to tell dad. Uh, he goes and meets him for drinks. He doesn't have the heart to tell him. But then uh, mom has the audacity to then invite Bobby over for dinner. and Which ha- was cracked. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Harvey's like, I'm not doing this. Okay. I can't. I can't do it. Keep your chicken parm. Right. And dad's like, Harvey, get in there. Your mom made chicken parm. Yeah. (laughs) Like, Harvey's like, I gotta go. He's like, Harvey, Harvey, get your ass in here. You're disrespecting your mom. He's like, bruh, dad, come on, dad. Like, Bobby. Mm -hmm. But dad's not checked in. So so dad has been living this rock star lifestyle. um, And he's about to retire because he wants to spend more time with his family. Another underreported thing here is that they just keep throwing Marcus in our face too. Uh, I'm like, what is Marcus going to do if now that now that they're breaking up? You know, it's very weird. But Dad's mm-hmm. like, I wasn't there for you, Harvey, because I was a you know a Rolling Stone, a musician, just all all over the place. So now I'm coming home to be a family man. Harvey's like, no, Dad, you were a good dad. He's like, no, I was a cool dad. Now I'm coming to be a dad's dad. Mm-hmm. So I need to be a family with you and your brother and your mom and uh, cousin Bobby from down the street. It's like, all right. Um, Bobby's a mechanic. He's there. Dad sees that uh, Harvey is upset. And uh, we see that even, you know, Harvey storms out and then dad has to go after him because he's like, something's wrong with my boy. I need to get to the bottom of this. So I'm going to go punch him in the face. Mm-hmm. Right. What did yeah. you think about that? So when, when, when Dominic gets older, yeah. yeah. And, uh, and he's having issues at school. You're just going to roll up on him in a boxing gym and just go let him have it. Yeah, well, he's like, uh, like, hey, what was going on back there with your mother? And so they get yeah. into this boxing match, and Harvey is not taking it easy on Dad, uh, both literally or physically, uh, because that he's like, hey, you disrespected me. All right, you gotta, you gotta pop your old man. Let's go, let's go. And he gets <laughs> in the ring with him, and then he's like, something's wrong with my boy. And then he's like, that's it. And it's like, uh, <laughs> he says something about uh, what mom was doing, and Dad is like. What was it? What was your mother doing? And Harvey says, Bo- Bobby. <laughs> I was like, damn. He's like, damn, I'm trying not to yell this at you. Leave me alone. Damn. The KO. Bruh, well, no, look. I give Harvey some credit because Harvey about to get like ate up by his therapist throughout this episode. So someone needs to say some kind things about him. Harvey did not want to tell his dad this. His dad was pushing him. His dad like, Harvey, tell me what's wrong. No, dad, nothing's wrong. Oh, no, tell me what's wrong. Something's obviously bothering you. Please get off of me. No, there's something going on and I want to know what it is. He's like, leave me alone. He's like, no, I need to be in your life. He's like, oh, now you want to be in my life. And dad's like, is that disrespect? Oh, mm-hmm. now it's your ass, Harvey. Something's wrong with my boy, and I'm going to figure out. So by the time they get to really swing him, and Dad's like, tell me what happened. Tell me. He's like, you, Mama's like, you know, with Bobby, dumbass. And Dad's like, oh, <laughs> damn. Dang, Harvey, that you really hurt my feelings. He's like, you. nobody asked you to get in this ring. Mm-hmm. Harvey was letting off some steam the best way he knows how, hitting stuff. And here comes dear old Dad trying to, like, pull rank and be like, you got to tell me this because now I'm I'm a father figure, even though we know his dad has kind of been a little bit absentee. Um, and so this moment is the moment that changed Harvey's life because now Harvey's dad goes home and I'm assuming he breaks up with mom. And everybody blames Harvey. <laughs> yeah, I mean, even freaking Marcus is like, thanks a lot, Harvey. Now, now mom is gone and dad is, it's like, wait, hold on. Did you want mom to keep cheating on dad so you could get this car that Bobby was fixing? Is that, was that your angle here, Marcus? 
And Marcus is like, yes. No, no, no. Marcus is just saying, I haven't had time with dad. The one time dad is finally going to come be here for me. You shut it down. And now he gets to go. and Because you had to tell time. him that mom's cheating on him. Right, right. He literally came to Harvey and was like, so you're happy now? You got what you wanted? And I was like, what are you what are you talking about? I was like, now nah, I don't get to have dad. And I know that just makes you so happy. He's like, are you mm. okay? Are you insane? <laughs> you think I really wanted to go hurt my dad's feelings? Like, I, I could give an F about you, Marcus, but really? Mm-hmm. You really think I would go to this length to, to, hurt, to keep dad away from you, of all people? <laughs> Mom's a villain. And he's like, Marcus is like, well, now neither of us get to be with the villain. It's like, well, that's fine. Because mm-hmm. she's out here doing stuff. They're like, you, come on, man. Do you care about your dad at all? Marcus does not. But, Rob, one day, Mark Harvey told us that Marcus has a gambling problem because yeah. of Harvey. Is this how Marcus got into gambling? In what way? I don't know. But Harvey made it seem like his actions directly led to Marcus becoming a gambler and having his addiction. And in my mind, if Marcus is now about to go like uh, go rogue because he doesn't have a father figure, maybe that's why Harvey is saying it's his fault. You know, like he, mm-hmm. said he had a gambling addiction and I gave it to him. You yeah. know, like maybe it's really hard to give someone an addiction of gambling. Like you can't See, force them to gamble. Well, I think that maybe we'll get more flashbacks in the future where Marcus is going to like move in with Harvey and Harvey's going to be having like these poker games at his place. Mm-hmm. And then maybe like Marcus is going to get like uh, roped in with like the wrong crowd. It needs to be the next episode because we said Marcus's name way too many times in this episode for him to not be the like a main part of the less the latter end of this season. I would mm-hmm. be shocked because yeah. why bring him up? Yeah. Well, let's go back to the present day because I think there's a lot of questions about what is going on. We talked about Mike Ross and uh, his decision to resign. And ultimately that's going to be like, like what, what was Mike Ross going to do other than go back to being the bike messenger? But Harvey also resigns in this episode. And so what will Harvey do? Like, uh, can he just be Mike Ross's full-time lawyer trying to, I mean, I would think that he'd probably be roped into this conspiracy. So if he has resigned from PSL, PL, then, <laughs> I mean, if he goes back, then Charles Forsman, I would assume is going to go back. But I feel like that doesn't Harvey himself tell us that Charles Forsman only makes shady deals. So I think maybe once Harvey resigns, Charles Forsman like goes back to Daniel Hardman and it's like, you didn't think I was really going to keep that deal. Did you idiot? Oh, you think Charles Forsman is about to get one over Hardman? No, to over, over on Harvey. Like, uh, I mean, it's like, I made you quit. Oh. Now I'm going to give Now I'm going to go back. I'm still going to hurt you. Yeah. I, I never trusted it. You know, mm-hmm. for a second, even when when Forsman says, Harvey, if you step down, I'm good. Like, I'll, I'll call off the dogs because if you think about it, my issue is you. It's not actually anything to do with your firm or your beef with Daniel Hartman. I know but, how much you love being a lawyer, so I want to take that away from you. I, I mean, it it's would the make one sense. thing that will get me to sleep at night if you're not a lawyer. It would make sense. You know, like, why stop it? Harvey doesn't work at this law firm anymore. He could just go work for someone else. You mm-hmm. think Robert Zane wouldn't, ha- wouldn't hire Harvey within a second? His arch nemesis? It's the, only his arch nemesis because the, they didn't work together. The bird to his magic? Yeah. Yeah. It's like, bruh, you put yeah. bird and magic on the Wait same thing. Wait Robert Zane like, finds out his son-in-law is arrested. Is there any word with this with Robert Zane? No, I don't think so. Are you, you think the okay. mom might have turned him in? Well, see, that's the thing. What if... Uh, what if mom goes to Robert Zane's like, honey, Rachel's Rachel's fiance just won't, won't let her get a, 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 her name in the times. She won't. She can't have the dream wedding that she won't. She threatened to elope. Something's going on. And then Robert Zane does, you know, soup stuff. And I was like, so I looked into it. And then I did a little digging because I was going to ask my Harvard colleagues why yeah. they didn't blah, 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 blah. And then people start saying, oh, Mike Ross. We don't know Mike Ross. You know, like, there's when a word I looked this- into it, boy. Uh-huh. There was there was wor- there's a, wor- a world where he could have come up on this through just through that conversation because there's enough yeah. suspicion from mom to let her know that something's going on where Mike Ross doesn't want this. I do think that Occam's razor is that that the background checks that got triggered from that other case that they did was probably the thing that we w- that mm-hmm. we would have gotten. But I guess we'll we'll find out in the next episode. 
Yeah, sure. Uh, yeah, Robert Zane will not be happy about this. Is there any way that Mike Ross beats the allegations, Rob? Now, that's probably my bigger question. Mike Ross is arrested for conspiracy, well, for conspiracy to commit fraud. You and I both know he does it. He's guilty. I, I can't Harvey see doesn't how. even work. Uh, the only way is like if, if the prosecutor is dirty and then they find some dirt on them and then they say like, hey, yeah, <laughs> you got to drop this case against Mike Ross because we found out that, you know, you've been having an affair. Mm-hmm. Oh, and we're going to okay. tell your gonna... wife. And yes. she's sick in the hospital. <laughs> you I, wouldn't. Yeah. Like, yes, we so, would. So, so this is potentially, I mean, it's either door, you know, door number one, exactly what you said, or door number two. Mike Ross going to jail. <laughs> like going to jail, jail. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> he's gonna be like, uh, like uh, what is that show where the guy is in prison, but he's helping uh the people outside of jail, like uh Oz? solve crimes? Uh no, not Oz. Dang. Well, Oz is a good example. Uh, but uh, what's the one with uh, Red Reddington? Is that his name? Red, um, dang, what is that show? Is um, it on USA? <laughs> no. Um, the Blacklist. The oh, Blacklist. Oh, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. They go get him out of jail because he's such a uh, he's such a criminal mastermind that he can help solve the crimes outside of prison. How's so Mike, Mike going to do in jail? I don't think having a You think he's going to go to like the Charles him. Forsman jail? No. Oh. No, I think he goes to real jail. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The Mike Mike Ross and Charles Forsman in jail. They could start a, uh, you know, some type of uh, firm or something. Yeah. Charles Forsman got the money to back it. I just hope he, he gets a cellmate that has a lot of movie quotes. Yeah, no, that would be could that would be kind of cool. That would be good TV. Also, uh, Mike Ross could give a lot of legal advice while in jail. Oh yeah, and he could be the guy who's getting people out. Yeah, maybe that's like the th- thing where you know that he like uh, is actually like a pretty popular guy in the jail because it's like okay, he can help like uh, help people with their paroles and cases and stuff. Right, Harvey says Mike Ross, we're coming, we coming to bail you out. Jessica pulls some strings and now you're out. And he's like, no, I'm good. Mm-hmm. Leave me here. I'm mm-hmm. fine. Yeah. It's like, but what about? Like, no, no, this is the least stressed I've ever been. What if Mike Ross goes to jail, gets his law degree in jail? In jail. Yes. He graduates college in jail uh and then Mm. gets his law degree in jail. If you were a fake lawyer, can you go then legally go to to law school still? Or are you like blacklisted? I don't know. I don't know. Blacklist is the show with Red Reddington. Yeah, I feel like I feel like you have to kind of like for like forego that. I don't think you can then like one day be like, all right, I know I went to jail for being a lawyer, but I kind of still want to be a lawyer. Like, I think you kind of have to take that one off the table, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So we had a lot of stuff going on in this episode with this big play going against Jessica, where Jack Soloff, we never found out what uh, Daniel Hardman had on never. Jack Soloff. I wonder if it's just like, whatever, like whatever he had is not going to be interesting enough to ever find out on the show. And, or, or. Yeah. That's the smoking gun that gets the case dropped, you know? Oh, maybe. Maybe maybe if Jack Soloff and Daniel Hardman are behind this Mike Ross thing, they say, oh, well, we got to figure out what... Because remember, no one can figure out what it is Daniel Hardman has on Jack Soloff. So it has to be big. So if you can get Jack Soloff to drop the case, you know, by figuring out what this big conspiracy is, then maybe they're like, well, we can't, you know, try Mike Ross for fraud because... I don't think it's the toothpaste is out of the tube here with this uh, case being dropped. Like this isn't like a civil suit. Like uh, the po- yeah. police have been called. Like it's not like okay, we're going to drop the fraud charges against Mike Ross. It's like, well, too late. Okay. Sounds like he's going to jail. I think so. <laughs> I think so. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. This could be the series finale. Right. Why I don't know how we're doing finale? four more seasons after this. Exactly. I mean, yeah, we don't need Mike Ross. Anywhere mm-hmm. where they kill Mike Ross off before the end of the, sh- the show. I'd be surprised. I mean, I don't think we've ever seen one character die in 70 episodes of Suits. First of all, justice for Norma. But second... True. Uh, uh, Yeah, but but nobody... like. I feel like that in TV, there are either shows where characters die or sh- or shows where characters do not die. And and Suits is a show where there's never once been one murder-death kill in all of Suits. Uh, justice for Quinn. 
Daniel Hartman. Sure, people have died of yeah, my parents. Yeah, people have died of like natural causes or Granny accidents. Rob, but no, come on. nobody's ever been murdered on suits. Right, right. Well, when I say kill them off, I mean that you know, like, is there a world where we have them leave the show early before before the exit? I mean, that happens kind of. Mm -hmm. I won't say often in television, but it is a thing. Um, I don't know. I wonder if there's a world where he doesn't make it. Yeah. Who knows? Um, I mean, if he's in jail, it'd be pretty tough. Yeah. All right. So in the present day, Jessica's trying to figure this out. There's this meeting going on at the end of the day. Nobody knows where Harvey is. He's uh, with the therapist. I mean, what happened in the last episode? I mean, was this a bad day for Harvey to set up an all-day appointment with his therapist and turn his phone off? Uh, was that a bad call uh, no. for Harvey? No, this was actually what he needed to do. Because remember, the last episode was when Charles Forsman said, I, if you step down, then... I'll let you make it. So he needed to go to therapy to really work through his feelings about this because he's like, I have to make a life decision and I need to make sure I'm in my right mind when I do mm -hmm. it, you know? Um, and so, yeah, this is just the way the chips fell. He needed to make a decision, a very important decision, and he hasn't been the most stable. So going to see his therapist is probably the best move. Um, maybe Mike Ross taking the day off is probably a little bit more uh, uh, in the like realm of somebody who should have been at work that day because mm -hmm. maybe he could have helped find out what the hell was going on with Jack Soloff. He was too busy, you know, doing a spiritual deep dive into yeah. his own life. His walkabout. Which, right, which led him to make the, the right decision. Ultimately, you know, you need to resign. But uh, yeah, I think Jessica needed all hands on deck and really all she had was Gretchen and Lewis. And Lewis. And Lewis goes to see Daniel Hardman and he's like, I'm going to kill you. And he's like, oh, really, Lewis? Well... Yeah, that your sister's muffin company, I'm going to buy it and then destroy it. And then, you know, you won't have a sister's muffin company anymore. He's like, you wouldn't, I'll kill you. He's like, well, security's been listening to this whole conversation. So unless you're going to kill me in the next 60 seconds, yeah, you'll be arrested um, too. Yeah, Daniel Harbin's like, there there were witnesses that heard you threaten my life at the time. And Lewis is like, you lying son of a bitch. And he's like, Stacy. And Stacy's like, yeah, it was me. I heard it. Mm -hmm. You know, like, okay. Yeah, Stacy, Stacy got it. You know. So um, yeah, Lewis, first of all, I always thought it was such a flex that Lewis threatened his life the first time because it's a lawyer. Like, don't you just automatically assume that there's probably gonna be legal implications to that? So this time when it came back up again, he was quickly shut down by Daniel Harbin. First, he had a witness, but then also. He threatens to like, hey, we got endless supply of money. We can do whatever we want here. And that includes buying up Lewis's sister's company. And so, you know, in exchange for Lewis's sister's company being spared, he cannot vote with Jessica. He has to mm -hmm. vote against her and vote for her, the removal of Jessica in front of all the partners. And so he goes to tell Jessica this. And of course, Jessica is like, look, I would love for you to be on my side. But... I, you know, that's all I could ask. That's all I could ask is that you be on my side. Lewis leaves, you know, like, Jessica, I'm doing the best I can, but, you know, it's my sister, bye. And then in walks Donna. Jessica, if it was anybody but his Donna, please, 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 yeah. please. Nobody asked you to come in here and do this. You know what you should be doing, Donna? The one thing Jessica <laughs> needs you to do, find Harvey. Find mm -hmm. Harvey. Yeah. You in here talking about damn Lewis. She never even found them. She went to the therapist's office and she's like, boy, can I sit down here and tell you about my day? No. Can I sit down here and tell you how great I am? Jessica, I mean, uh, Jessica sends uh, yeah. Donna after Harvey. She goes to the therapist. The therapist, she's initially like, hey, I know you've been meeting the Harvey, with Harvey. The therapist's like, I really can't talk to you about that. She's like, I know. And then she's like, well, um, I also know that you know that Harvey and I, like, he's like, I can't tell you that either. So then Donna says, well, you know, I do know what you're thinking. What? That he never would have come to see you if it wasn't for me. Yes, Donna, mm -hmm. pat yourself on the back. And then she says, and I know what else you're thinking. What's that? Donna would make an excellent therapist. Yeah. Like, and also, rip, Donna. no, no, there's one more. Yeah. Also, Harvey has no idea what he's missing out on. <laughs> Donna, what did you gain from this? Yeah. I mean, maybe Harvey and Donna are perfect for each other, that they're both like narcissistic egomaniacs. Yeah. <laughs> right. Donna went to this man's therapist, and the best she came away with was, look how, look how great I am. Mm -hmm. Ain't I amazing? Yeah. Ain't I, ain't and I still your Donna? job was to find Harvey, and you didn't. <laughs> you sitting there chopping it up with the therapist. Ma'am, you so damn worried about Jessica being mad at Lewis when she's about to lose her damn job. Yeah. Please, Jessica, if it wasn't for his sister. Donna, we know. Jessica mm -hmm. ain't dumb. Gretchen was and, good and in this episode. Oh, yeah. The, the two lines she had, which is, I lay out all my clothes every day, and so I expect to be at work tomorrow. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. 
It's like, well, I if like you want to be Gretchen. here next week, then you better tell me where he is. Gretchen's like, uh, respectfully, I don't know. Mm-hmm. But I'll look. Mm-hmm. You know, like, I just met the guy a month ago. Honestly, I haven't gotten that tapped in. Yeah. I'm working on it. Yeah. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Welcome to the Snapple Market Auditory Experience. Close your eyes. Imagine you're walking into your neighborhood store. You make your way to the back and reach for your favorite Snapple flavor. You can't wait. You take a sip. Whoa, that's a lot of flavor. Mmm. What flavor are you holding? Now, open your eyes and check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavorful Snapple near you. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Chappelle, this was a jam-packed episode. Who should get the Liddy? So I thought about this. Um, Mike Ross almost got the Liddy. He almost did. Almost. Almost. I mean, right there at the finish line, fumbled the bag. Because uh, arrested. <laughs> a Leon Lett situation, yeah. Uh-huh. Um, Harvey. I think it's Harvey. However, yeah. Yeah. Harvey, however, it makes a, there's a good argument for Harvey. There's an even better argument here, though. Yeah? Jessica. Jessica won the vote. She also maintained her company. She has not resigned. She's not unemployed. And, Rob, she don't got Mike Ross no more. That's true. She couldn't even celebrate, though. Uh, She did get dumped by Quentin. That was a flashback. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And it was kind of unceremonious. He's just like over breakfast. She's like, he's like, you know what? I think I'm going to divorce you. She's like, yeah. She's like, she's like, you know, Harvey wanted to move in with us. And he's like, oh, I'm not surprised. He's like, "Uh, all you care about is work. I'm divorcing you. She's like, wow. And she she goes, are you sure this doesn't have anything to do with that Lisa woman? And Quentin goes, nope, absolutely not. So Mm -hmm. divorce, right? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Quentin, you lie like a rug. And now seeing Jessica and how she was dumped by Quentin, I understand why she wanted to uh, like cling on to Jeff Malone so much because it's like, you know, Quentin basically dumped her for not being able to have a work-life balance. You know, like she just is all about her career. And here she is, Jeff Malone, making her, you know, choose basically like, you need to have your career and I need to be in it and I need to be the man in your life. You know, and so I can see why she struggled so much with letting that evil man go. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay, so you say Jessica because she get well. Did, is Mike Ross out of the picture? I mean, I feel like she's still like wrapped up in this like conspiracy to commit fraud. Anyway, she has plausible deniability. Is like whoa, 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 whoa. Mike Ross is a fraud. Mm-hmm. What? Mm-hmm. How? What? I didn't know. I mean, his his background checked out. I, I've seen his diploma. He has that. He, he you know, he's in the he's in the database. It's yeah. a, you know. Maybe, maybe, maybe Jessica can weasel out of this one. Mike would take the fall. It, Mike would say nobody knew. Rachel would not let him take the fall. Which would she do? She's going to be like, y'all need to get him out or I'm telling. Yeah. Like, there's there's no way Jessica's going to be like, like what? Woo, hands off. I don't know, man. Mike Ross, good luck. Like, nah, it's about to be all hands on deck or else. Um, And, you know. Rachel honestly probably could. She could probably enlist the help of a lot of lawyers to get Mike Ross out. Because if you think about it, she goes to Jessica like, we need to get Mike Ross out of jail. Jessica's like, I don't know what to tell you. He's a fraud. She's like, no, you're getting him out or I'm going to tell people that you knew. And then we're all going down together. So then she goes to her dad. Dad, I need you to help me get Mike Ross out of jail. Why? I heard he's a fraud. Yeah, but he's my fraud. And I knew too. And if you if I if he goes, I go. And so you gotta help me out. Mm-hmm. You know, like I really think that this might be Rachel's uh like big moment to kind of pull the team together, get, assemble the super friends against the Legion of Doom here and see if they can make something uh shake and get yeah. Mike Ross out of the out of the problem. Okay, we'll see. This was a very light Rachel episode up until the very end. Yeah, I mean Rachel almost got the lady. When Mike Ross shows up, we're like, hey, babe, I got you something for uh for uh, our wedding. What's that? I resigned. I don't think I've ever seen this woman look happier. Yeah. Like, she's like, wait, what? You quit your job for me? Thank you, God. Oh, my God, I can sleep at night. Mm-hmm. She, can't, she can't sleep at night anymore. 
Uh, so yeah, uh, she took a tumble. The Rachel, the Rachel and Mike almost wrapped this one up. They uh, double Liddy was coming their way or something. I don't know. <laughs> wow. But yeah, Power but couple. here, yeah, uh, Harvey's boy Mike Ross goes to jail. He can't get the Liddy. Okay. But Jessica, she can have it. All right. So um, yeah, we didn't get a ton of uh, references in this episode. A lot of references to the books in the uh, library, the uh, the uh, Edith Ross Library. Yes, shout out to Granny. She got the library at the church school, whatever, the Sunday school or whatever the case may be, donated, uh, you know, for the amount of money that it took or whatever. Uh, and then they got her name on it. And then one day Mike was going to go back and see it because it's all the uh, books that her, um, that his uh, parents had, right? So Curious George, um, James and the Giant Peach, a few really good ones, some bangers in there. Mm-hmm. Um, but not a lot of references. You're right. Not a lot of references. Yeah. And Mike's parents had the presence of mind to write an inscription inside of Curious George. Yeah. Do you remember what the inscription said? Uh, it said, I didn't write it down exactly, but uh, it said that, you know, um, that family will always look out for you. Yeah. Mike Ross, please don't do fraud. Yeah. No, please um, don't do fraud. Well, and if you remember actions. going back to uh, when uh, him and Trevor were trying to pick up women, and then mm-hmm. like uh, that, she, he had some weirdness about like Curious George of like uh, any book uh, that will he'll be able to recite it, and he's like not Curious George. Yeah. Wow. Interesting. I know. I actually forgot about that, but mm-hmm. um, makes sense now that you bring it up. Yeah, yeah. I kind of vaguely remember it. Okay. All right. Then. Let's get back to the feedback. Okay. Got a lot of questions about this episode. Suitspodcast.com slash feedback. Okay. Angela says, I did not see that ending coming. There are a number of times when I thought that it should be coming, but not this episode. Was I naive? Should I have been expecting it? Maybe since it was a mid-season finale. Yeah, and the show did a really good job of making Mike Ross the Wonder Boy. These yeah. last few episodes, Mike Ross has been cooking. He might not have been getting a lot of the ladies, um, and he and it, I think he's gotten a couple of them honestly. But it's just that they were building him up to actually be a formidable lawyer. He got what he was starting to get everything he wanted. So we should have known the ball was going to drop very soon. I mean, there's no way you just let this man rise to stardom and then nothing else happened. Now, don't get me wrong. Rob, maybe this has something to do with the initial interaction with Mike Ross and the reason why Jessica wouldn't make him junior partner in in the first place. Remember, Rob, the whole reason why we don't want to make Mike Ross junior partner is because everybody will now know Mike Ross's name. So now that Mike Ross gets made junior partner, we should not be shocked that people found out. You know, we're like, who told? Was it Trevor? Was it this person? Was that person? They just put his name up on a marquee and said, hey, look at this guy. Don't go Mm -hmm. Google him. You know, so... Anybody could have found out. Yeah. Then it, I do feel like that if it was from that like press uh, release that I feel like that we would have had like had like somebody come in and be like, oh, check out this press release. Mike Ross uh, from they, from Nowheresville is a new junior partner. Look at this. Yeah. I can't wait to find out when I watch the next episode. I mm-hmm. mean, I, I, the, the, I think in, even in real time, like I don't like I said, I remember watching Suits when it was on, but I don't remember the like uh, time jump between, you know, uh, August and January when it comes back for the mid after the mid season finale. Mm-hmm. I wonder how much suspense there was in speculation online for that kind of thing. Uh, mm-hmm. Like because in my mind right now, I'm very eager to watch the next episode. OK, um, Josh Small says, can opener? I think so. Seeing Mike get arrested is a top five suits moment for me. I honestly didn't <laughs> expect it that early. Is Mike finally gone from Pearson whatever for good? It's Pearson lit now. Um, sadly. Um, PL. PL. I don't like it. I don't really like Pearson lit. Actually, I kind of like Pearson lit. But yeah, Rob, can opener for you or no? Yeah, I think so. I mean, I think this yeah. was a big episode. And then, you know, they really had you going with, okay, uh, that Harvey's resigning, Mike's resigning. You, what you really, that's like two major things happening. And then really you don't see the thing that comes out of nowhere, which is Mike getting arrested. Right, 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 right. They they really had us distracted. They gave us so much flashback and so much in the present that we were really focused on that we maybe I think we took the eye off the ball. Right. I think uh um that we should have we should have seen this coming. I really think that based on the information that was in front of us, Mike Ross Give it was a can not just opener. gonna be able to resign. Okay. Give it a can opener. All right. Felipe Context. says that these last two episodes were suits all stars. 
Please hey. give us this is us uh mid season finale a can opener. Uh please give this is us mid season finale a can mm-hmm. opener. The kid who played Baby Mike deserves an Emmy. So <laughs> yeah. Uh, I guess he says this is this is us esque. No, I just think he this is a can opener. Um uh, <laughs> probably mm-hmm. the type uh yeah. Uh, probably just a, a a typo, but yeah, this is a this is a can opener episode. I think it's unanimous. I think this was a uh, probably a foundational episode to Suits as well. Um, honestly, I do not know how Mike Ross ends up getting caught in this area, uh, in this episode, but um, you know, to this point, I knew that at some point he would get caught. But it's it's very weird to me that I just cannot remember for the life of me what's about to happen. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I think this is a foundational episode and that we should be celebrating it. Okay. Um, going back to the Lewis versus Harvey of it all, Jessica Frey writes in to say, justice for Harvey and uh, justice was served as an FYI. I believe Harvey has defenses to any allegation of battery. Hopefully New York is similar to California law. This is when uh, Harvey punched Lewis and Lewis was going to sue him. Uh, their self-defense because mm-hmm. Lewis was coming at Harvey. And uh, interesting that there is a consent defense, which is consent in some instances of battery. There was aggression on both sides that led to an argument between both parties involved, resulting in a mutual fight. I told you, I can't stand when somebody uh, provokes anger from someone and then like, oh my God, you punched me. I was harmed. You know, like that really frustrates me. Uh, and so the fact that Lewis is the one who barges into Harvey's office and starts hurling insults, I, I'm sorry. I would just have to t- turn a blind eye to the fact that Harvey punched him in the face. Mm-hmm. Don't come in here talking trash if you can't t- take what happens to it. You can do whatever you want. You have the freedom of speech. But results may vary. <laughs> In this episode also, it got mentioned that Paul Porter was changing his vote, but yet Paul Porter yes. is not in the room. Double P, though. We we speculated mm-hmm. about Paul Porter. Look at my boy coming through. I think I'm a Paul Porter stand. I know, but he's never there. Like, they just hey, throw hey. his name around, but the actor is never in the scene. He ain't got to be there. His presence is felt. Do you think we ever... So we knew we ne- were never going to see Norma. That was our first yeah. mystery. We've decided we're never going to find out about the can opener. Do we ever meet Paul Porter? Rob? I think. Well, we've met him before. Uh, he was in. He was in the episode. Was he the bow tie guy? Yeah. No, <laughs> he was the guy that. Um, he was back in season two where. He, uh, yeah, he did have a bow tie. Uh, he yeah, was, the yeah, bow tie yeah. guy. He was yeah. mad that he wanted Harvey to like uh, make this thing be a bankruptcy, and then Harvey yeah. was like, "Like, oh, I think this is a great idea." Paul Porter got fired from the show. Did you notice that? Like they're just using mm-hmm. his name, but they the actor has not been back. Yeah, Dear God, he could have at least been in the room for the vote. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Bring back Paul Porter. All right. And now, is this it for Daniel Hardman for a while? Has he been no, thwarted? He? No. Why would it be? I don't know. Like, they sort uh, of they stopped his plan. They stopped. They cut off the Charles Forsman money from him. Allegedly, I mean, like like you said, he could always go back on whatever that was. I'm sure. Also, um. Daniel Harbin is now going to find out that Mike Ross was uh, arrested for fraud. You don't oh, think he's about to Jessica, have something to say about this? I heard about Mike right. Ross. Oh, what a shame. Yeah. Fraud conspiracy. Mm-hmm. I, and the partners, I couldn't believe it. The partners just voted her back in, Rob. Mm-hmm. Just. Imagine that that day Daniel Harbin shows up the next day like, I tried to tell y'all she was incompetent, but look at this. <laughs> Look at this. And I bet she knew. Wait too. until McAllen Motors hears about this. <laughs> McCartan. <laughs> <laughs> you yes. get their name out of your goddamn <laughs> mouth, Daniel. I'm just saying, there's no way. There's no way the stuff has hit the fan and Daniel Hartman is just going to disappear all of a sudden. No, 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 no. This is, we're about to get a lot of Daniel Hartman time. Mm-hmm. And we're probably going to see that DA again, too. And you know who else we're going to see? Scotty. They mentioned Scotty oh, for no reason. <laughs> they mentioned him for no reason. You think Mike Ross, because you know who knows Mike Ross's secret, right? Scott. Scotty. Uh, you Dana think Scott she... knows the secret. Yeah. Do you think this is going to be like a Seinfeld finale where everybody's going to testify against Mike Ross? We're going to have a court case. And now uh, Daniel Hardman is like, I'd like to call Dana Scott to the witness stand. Yeah, I, why would you not call Dana Scott to the witness stand? Uh, look, Objection. Irrelevant. One thing we've always known. One thing we've always known is that people want Mike Ross. People want Jessica. People want Lewis. But they will throw all that to the wind to get to Harvey. Mm-hmm. And so this might start off a Mike Ross conspiracy case, but deep down, somewhere. Will Harvey deep, go to jail for Mike? 
No, what? <laughs> Harvey is way too pretty to go to jail. <laughs> That's what he'll say. Listen, Mike, I can fight. Let me take the jail sentence. I mean, points are made. But mm-hmm. no, that's a beautiful human. He's not going to jail. Sorry. What is Harvey going to do in jail? You know, like, he's going to be in there making bets. Like, you don't want Harvey in jail. Harvey's going to be like a, a a crime boss by the time he leaves there. You know, mm-hmm. he's going to be running the jail, Zill. Yeah. Um, No, no. Okay. Send Mike to jail. Let him learn his lesson. Um, At least until we figure everything out. All right. There you go. Chappelle, anything else about the season five mid-season finale? Episode 70. Episode 70. Now, that was us. a great... That was a great time, uh, Rob. We actually got, uh, I want to say we got some more feedback uh, on suitspodcast.com. So let's go. Yeah, some more reviews. Yeah, it's been a minute because I think I, I think I was uh, shaming people because we got a lot got of people to. in the Facebook group you and got not to. a lot of. You guys just remind people where we, where, you know, our goal here, right? So we get uh, from RG fifty one twenty says, thank you for making my mornings. I binge watched Suits for the first time right before this podcast came out when I saw Robin Chappelle were hosting this and I had to watch the series all over again. I listen to the podcast every morning before I even get out of bed. It's the best part of my day and I appreciate what both of you are doing on a daily basis. The only thing I wish is that the podcast were longer because I don't want to stop listening to them. Hope there's something on the horizon once the series is fi- finished. Thank you. Uh, me too. Thank you. Um, yeah. Also, <laughs> we get a, we get a, a review from Navi0502. Um, it says this podcast is so baby girl. What the title <laughs> yes, says. thank you, Navi. Thank you, Navi. And then our final one is uh, it says so funny. Uh, for Rachel Lynn, uh, 120, it says, uh, I'm a newish listener, just season two, episode two, right now, four seasons in the suits. And this podcast episode has me laughing out loud in my car. You all say what you were, th- what we're all thinking, and even what we're not thinking, but are thinking now. Just love it so much. Thank you all for uh, the much needed comic relief on a daily basis. Um, season Thank you. two, episode two. What was that? Season two, episode two. Uh, I think that was right when Daniel Hardman came back. Was this this Paul Porter episode that I have open on my? Uh, let's see. <laughs> that would be fun. Um, the synergy. Yes. Okay. Um, uh, season it, two, episode two is the choice. Yes, that's what that is. The Paul Porter episode. Well, look at that. Look yeah. at us. Huh. Who knew? Yeah. Okay. There you go. Yeah, there you go. All right, Chappelle. That'll do it for us here today. When we come back tomorrow, we'll, we'll skip ahead to the first half <laughs> of the back uh, six episodes of season five. Find out what's going on with Mike Ross and much more uh, in episode number 71 of Suits. And so uh, that'll be uh, very exciting. Uh, what else is coming up for you? Uh, nothing. Just follow me on Twitter at Chappelle's underscore show and uh, keep up with all that good stuff. Uh, you know, by the time this is airing, I'm pretty sure me and you would be seeing ourselves, right? We're mm-hmm. going to be seeing each other very soon. Uh, very soon. Yeah, we have a trip coming yeah. to uh, Los Angeles, uh, which I don't know. Has Suits ever left New York? Have we spent time in any time on the West Coast in Suits? No, we spent a lot of time in Toronto. Yeah. But, uh, and we even went to... I feel like that when they went to Ava Hessington, I feel like they traveled. But other than that, uh, it's yeah, been mostly a uh, yeah. pretty pretty New York-centric. Yeah, New, New Toronto, New York, for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. All right. So I am at Rob Sesternino. Thank you so much, everybody, for joining us here for a really fun one here. Big episode. Can't wait to see what happens next. Take care, everybody. Have a good one. Bye. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Save big money on everything for your next project at Menards. Spring is here making it the perfect time for outdoor projects. Suncast storage sheds are an excellent solution for protecting outdoor lawn and gardening tools. They're easy to assemble, and the all-weather construction provides water resistance and UV protection. Save big on Suncast storage sheds. View our selection of Suncast products today in-store and on Menards.com. Save big.